Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Essentia is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Take something iconic, like the all-electric 2024 Fiat 500e. Add something electrica. Bring the swagger. And an Italian icon is remixed and ready to drop with its available premium JBL audio system. Tap the banner to learn more. Fiat is a registered trademark of FCA Group Marketing SPA. Used under license by FCA US LLC. Hello and welcome to the Rookie Chef podcast with me, Nadi Zirfat. This is a bonus cook-along episode where we're going to be learning this week's recipe. Hi guys, I'm Jeremy Pang from School of Wok in Covent Garden and here is my recipe for my Thai green curry. Now, I tend to split the recipe up into two separate recipes. So the Thai green curry paste, and then the recipe for actually cooking the Thai green curry. And I think that's really important because the paste itself is such a key driver to making the perfect Thai green curry. The first things first is getting the paste ingredients right. And there are quite a lot of ingredients to this. You know, it. it if you can't find certain ingredients, I'm going to give you some tips on what to swap those out with. But even if as a base, you start with the simpler ingredients that you can find pretty much everywhere, like garlic, either Thai shallots or onions or shallots, green chilies and lemongrass, that will make a pretty good Thai green curry paste. But if we're to go on top of that and really go the sort of whole hog with this. You've got a couple of cloves of garlic, uh, eight to 12 fresh green chilies. We've got your lemongrass, one to two stalks of lemongrass, all really finely chopped up. Everything here is going to be finely chopped up. Um, you've got some coriander root, some Thai shallots, four or five or half an onion, something like that um, it will work. 
And then your more obscure ingredients like your galangal, coriander root, lesser ginger, and turmeric root. Now, galangal can be swapped out with ginger if you need to. Uh, coriander root, you can find everywhere. Uh, lesser ginger, definitely optional. You won't find that everywhere. Um, but uh, turmeric root, fresh turmeric is great. If you can't find that, then you can use a, a teaspoon of um, of turmeric powder, um, which works fine. The last ingredient is shrimp paste. About half a teaspoon to one teaspoon of shrimp paste works really well. What you want to do is you want to finely chop that up. And you can, at this point, you can blitz it in a food processor, put all those ingredients into a food processor and blitz it up. I tend to use a cleaver, so I finely chop up the garlic, green chilies, turmeric root, lemongrass, galangal, coriander root, lime leaves, the kaffir lime leaves, Thai shallots, uh, lesser ginger, and then we add the shrimp paste into that. And then you're going to move all of those ingredients, those finely, finely chopped up ingredients, into a pestle and mortar. You want to really go at the pestle and mortar and pound this paste or this mixture of ingredients as vigorously as possible until it's a really nice, smooth and unanimous paste, you know, completely combined into a nice, smooth, bright green paste. Uh, the turmeric in that paste will bring out the green colour. A little tip is that if you are going to be chopping your ingredients, chop your shallots or onions last, put those in last just to save you from crying too much or for too long. And then the shrimp paste is an optional, but very, very traditional. Um, you know, half a teaspoon to a teaspoon, use that last as well because it does smell quite pungent. Um, and I guess you don't want to stink out your whole house too for too long. <laughs> Once all the ingredients are pounded to rough paste, uh, add your shrimp paste, continue to pound all the ingredients together until you have a smooth paste. And it's essentially, uh, once you've got a smooth paste, then you're ready to go. You can, a little tip, you can actually store um, your ingredients uh, in the freezer um, for uh, up to six months, really. To do that, sort of lay a bit of greaseproof paper out on a baking tray uh, and then put a thin layer of the paste all across the baking tray and then freeze that. Once that's frozen, then you can crack it into different size portions and put it into a little um, food freezer bag and keep that there and just use bits at a time. So that's the recipe for the actual Thai green curry paste. Uh, now I'm going to move on to the actual recipe for making your Thai green curry. Classic Thai green curry. I'm going for a chicken Thai green curry here. I've got uh, two to 300 grams of chicken thighs, uh, deboned and skinned. Uh, you want to cut those into uh, sort of bite-sized chunks or dices. And then you want probably about two to three tablespoons of your green curry paste, uh, which uh, we're going to fry off, but I'll talk you through the ingredients first. And then you've got a couple of Thai aubergines or one normal aubergine. Um, if you can get hold of pea aubergines, uh, then 50 to 100 grams of pea aubergines are great. Uh, they're tiny little aubergines that look like giant peas. And then uh, a couple of baby corn, if you like that, for the crunch. Sugar snap peas are also great for crunch and colour. Uh, and then uh, sort of flavour-wise and liquid-wise, uh, a tin of coconut milk, a couple of kaffir lime leaves, which we're going to put into the curry to make that uh, uh, sort of really nice citrusy, aromatic flavour. A whole bunch of Thai basil for garnish with some red chilli 
And then to season two to three tablespoons of fish sauce. And the same again with uh, sugar or palm sugar. With palm sugar, you're going in teaspoons. With fish sauce, you're going in tablespoons. And then obviously oil for, for, for frying and starting off that sort of frying and braising process. I'm going to talk you through the technique now of cooking your Thai green curry. First thing is getting a bit of oil into the bottom of the pan. It's obviously after the paste has been made, uh, you can start cooking it. And then you're going to add your freshly made green curry paste and stir that into the base of the the pan with that oil uh, on a medium heat. And you're going to fry that through until it's fragrant and you've cooked out the grassy sort of uh, aroma or, or raw aroma of those herbs and spices. So medium heat, you're talking about five to 10 minutes of cooking that paste through and cooking out that grassiness on a medium to low heat. Don't cook it too quickly because the paste will just burn. You're then going to increase the heat and it's sort of a medium to medium high heat before your chicken pieces or meat goes in. If you're cooking meat, it goes in at this point. If you're cooking fish or tofu or things like that, you can put those sort of things in after your coconut milk. What you want to do is you're cooking meat, and I'm, I'm going to go with this one where I'm cooking the chicken curry, is that you want to coat that all that chicken around with the, the cooked curry paste. Um, and sort of you're browning that chicken with the paste at the same time. And then once the chicken is sort of sealed all the way around, each piece of chicken sealed all the way around with, uh, and it's mixed in with that, that paste, then you're going to start to gradually add your coconut milk. And I say gradually because what you want to do is you want to create a sort of almost a layer of coconut oil on top of the solid of the coconut milk or the liquid of the liquid and solid mix of the coconut milk. And that will intensify the flavor of your Thai green curry. So you go a couple of spoons of coconut milk at a time and bring it to a boil in between stirring and then add more coconut milk as you go and then bring it to boil again. Then you can go for maybe half a tin of coconut milk pour that in, bring it to a boil. And then the last half, last just under half tin can go in um, and then again, bring that to a boil. You don't want to add any water to this. The coconut milk will create that liquid, but also create a really good texture at the end. You're going to bring that to a boil and then let it simmer. So turn it down to simmer for a good sort of 20 to 30 minutes. And that will cook the chicken through, but also allow the the coconut milk and the curry to mix in well and it will thicken over time. So you want your curry to cook through at this point. During that time where it's cooking through, depending on what vegetables you're using, you want to put your meatier vegetables or your harder vegetables in earlier so so that they get a good sort of 20, 25 minutes to cook through. Things like your aubergines, pea aubergines, carrot if you're using it, anything like that needs to go in closer to the beginning of the coconut milk boiling. And then things like your sugar snap peas or your baby corn, which you want to keep crunchy and nice and vibrant in colour, you might put in at the end of your curry um, for the last sort of three to five minutes. Once You've got this, you should start to see after about 20 minutes or so, your oil splitting and sitting at the top of the curry, which is a good sign. Then you you want to start to season your curry with your fish sauce and palm sugar. Now I say two to three or two to four tablespoons of fish sauce and two to four teaspoons of palm sugar. The fish sauce is there to season or bring out the saltiness and savory flavor will bring out the savory of the spices and the Palm sugar is there to accentuate and amplify 
the sort of sweetness of the natural coconut milk. Now, when you add your fish sauce, go one tablespoon at a time until you it to your preference. So I usually do about two tablespoons of fish sauce and about two teaspoons of palm sugar, roughly something like that. But every coconut, what you know, might taste a little bit more sweet or not to the other. You want to add your kaffir lime leaves and Thai basil in to finish, or you can put your kaffir lime, whole kaffir lime leaves in um, closer to the beginning to get even more flavour from them into the curry. But the Thai basil, you can put half of it into your uh, Thai green curry uh, sort of five minutes before uh, you serve and then garnish with even more Thai basil at the end. Uh, and that will really sort of bring out the aroma, that sweet and natural, fresh aroma of, of the herbs. Uh, and then garnish with some red chilies and more Thai basil and your curry will be ready in sort of 30 to 40 minutes uh, after starting to cook it. Little tips on getting the best flavour out of your, your Thai green curry. Uh, you know, if you almost like cooking an Indian curry, if you allow the bottom of your pan to stick a little and only stir it every sort of 10 minutes or so, then... Uh, you're going to add more and more flavour from those spices and the coconut milk. You don't want it to burn, but you want it to stick enough so that you can scrape that flavour off the bottom of the pan. If you're using fish as opposed to meat, uh, then I would definitely recommend cooking all the, the sauce and the curry and putting all your, your, your harder vegetables in first and then cook, cooking your fish in the last sort of 10 minutes and they'll just poach gently into there rather than sort of break up and overcook. So that is my recipe for our School of Wok Thai green curry. Hope you enjoy it. If you are going to cook it lots, uh, send us photos at School of Wok uh, at Jeremy Pang underscore official uh, on Instagram. Uh, it's a pleasure to talk you through my recipe. Cheers, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's Cook Along episode. To find out more, go to bbcgoodfood.com and make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to never miss an episode. 